Good evening, everyone. This is Tala with Drive Through Therapy. Thank you guys so much for joining me tonight on another episode. And as always, I'm grateful for your support. And uh, I don't know if you've been experiencing some wild technological deficiencies. <laughs> Maybe you're having trouble sleeping. Perhaps things have just been emotionally intensified and exes are returning from the ex-boyfriend and girlfriend graveyard. If you are experiencing any of these things, that is absolutely normal as we are currently in the Mercury retrograde season. Yep, all the way until February 3rd. So we're almost uh, out of there, but just hang in tight, hang in tight. <laughs> Make sure you don't sign any contracts or start any new projects. Wait until it's over on February 3rd and start doing all that stuff. And uh, if an ex comes back around this time, I assure you it is not for good reason. Go ahead and release them back into the wilderness. Let them roam around some more until they finish baking. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so there is my uh, disclaimer and my warning for the season. But in all seriousness, tonight is really about an important topic, a topic that I think uh, we are long overdue in discussing, let me tell you. The thing is, we hear this concept all the time, this idea all the time, but we never really know what it is. We can't really pinpoint where it comes from or what it is or what it looks like. We can kind of guess, but we really don't know. And that concept is <clears throat> daddy issues, specifically referring to a female having daddy issues. What does that mean? And what's that look like on uh, a female? And... Um, how to heal that, how to work on that. Now, I really need you to understand that there are men out there that have daddy issues as well, okay? It looks different on men than it does on women. Of course it does. So tonight, I'm just addressing women with daddy issues. If you want me to do an episode on men with daddy issues, go ahead and email me. Let me know. Hey, Tala, I want you to do an episode on one of those. I would love to hear the consensus out there on whether you want me to do this or not. So email me. Now, you know how I like to tell the story from the beginning. So it has to start right when a, uh, a daughter is birthed and uh, she's introduced into our family unit. Now, daddy issues is often referred to women that may have an absent father, but the absent father contributes with their lack, but not in a way that a dad who's at home still contributes to daddy issues with a daughter. I hope that's making sense. I'll explain a little bit more. So, an absent father is not going to have the same impact as a father who's actually there, but not present, not emotionally available to his daughter. So the daughter would be living with both parents. Dad may be uh, either a workaholic, alcoholic, an addict of some kind, a womanizer, uh, whatever the case is, he's emotionally unavailable. He may be a chauvinist, doesn't perceive women in a healthy way, um, and he will make sure that women are in some way perceived or treated in an inferior way in the household. Now, because the daughter seeks 
the love and affection and attention from the father. She doesn't know that the father is toxic. The father is emotionally unavailable. She will often blame herself in some way for that. She will say, well, I, it's probably me. I need to work harder. And she will try to please dad. But of course, dad breadcrumbs the daughter's love and affection. It's only when it's convenient for this unavailable father. And because, of course, he's going to be emotionally underdeveloped, he's not really going to be able to be present with the daughter unless it, it's some sort of uh, distorted way that he's going to be present. Like either um, when he's drunk, he's going to start to show some sort of emotion and she's going to see that or when he's, um, I don't know, but it'll be accidental or convenient for the father, not necessarily towards the daughter, right? Uh, or for the daughter's sakes, more specifically. So daughter growing up with dad, not being emotionally available, now she starts to perceive herself inferior to men. She will more than likely get into relationships that mimic in some way the emotional quality that she's experienced with her father. Like I said, this is not an obvious thing to the woman that, that has the daddy issues. It's not very evident yet. She just happens to find attraction towards men that are emotionally unavailable, just like her dad. She doesn't know why she prefers this. And most of the time, a woman who has daddy issues prefers unavailable or emotionally unavailable men because they let her slip into the role that she feels the most comfortable and not because she likes it, but because it is effortless to her. It is something that she has not healed. It's an old wound that she acts on. She reenacts this idea over and over again with men, and that is to please them. And the more they push away, the more she wants to chase, right? And she wants to please. So she will find unavailable men more attractive, more mysterious, or more uh, valuable. And the men that want her, <laughs> they want to get close to her, she will find them less valuable. The familiarity of this role that she plays in that relationship is what attracts her. She knows exactly what that is. She has memories in it, but subconsciously, she's just reacting to what she's been trained to do, which is work harder when a man does not give her attention. You'll also see that because a woman who's got those daddy issues, a woman that has been ignored by her father, usually will tend to go and seek male attention uh, in a very provocative way. So for a female, because we live in our society, females tend to get highly sexualized or objectified early on. And because of that, uh, if I have daddy issues, I will find this male attention even though it's sexualized, I will still find value in it. I'm getting finally male attention. I might even mistake it as connection. So that's why you'll see a lot of uh, the women with daddy issues connect primarily in a sexual way at first, 
right? So they'll use uh, sex to start relationships. And they might even be in professions where a woman can get a lot of attention from males. And so you could kind of reflect on the professions out there that could be, uh, whether it is exotic dancing, pornography, uh, perhaps, I don't know, uh, bartending. But to be honest, they're not limited to just those professions. You'll see a woman with daddy issues in any profession, I assure you, in any profession. It's not exempt. But because of this high need for validation from men, you will find them uh, in professions where there's a lot of men, a lot of men. I I even can say that being in the military, I can even say that daddy issues definitely exist with with women in professions where there's a lot of men, and that would include the military, um, law enforcement. Truly, there's no profession that's exempt from that. I'm just kind of suggesting just some professions out there that really provide that the reward and the validation I can get as a woman with daddy issues from other men. I need access to men, right? So a quick way to get the access to that validation as a woman with daddy issues would be in a sexual way. So unfortunately, this gets the woman early on in trouble because she is focused on the validation from men and she's not able to build a connection that has depth, that has intimacy, right? And it's about, at this point, the validation, the security that comes for her and the reward that comes from for her from the validation of men. Now, this is a wound that has to be healed, and she's just just responding to that wound in a sleep state. We're still acting from a subconscious place. We're not awakened yet to see this in front of us, right? So we get into relationships back to back that are just uh, tumultuous, perhaps uh, sexually driven or sexually based. And we think it's love and we think it has a connection and it's a soulmate, but really it starts off at sex. And when we try to make it into something else, something deeper, something more stable. Uh, we don't know how to do it. And because originally how this relationship started was sexual. I made the connection through sex. So it's hard to make much out of sex, right? It's just going to be mostly sex if it starts off that way. Um, it, it sets the tone from the beginning. So unfortunately, the woman with daddy issues becomes disappointed in love, becomes a non-believer that love or reciprocation or requited love actually exists. Now, how does the woman with daddy issues translate this into friendships? Well, you will hear her say loud and proud something along the lines of, I get along more with, with men than I do with women. Most of my friends are men. I don't get along with women. Oh, they always start fights, they're drama. And she kind of really seems to be very proud of that. And um, it's not that men are better co at communicating with her. It's not that men are in some way uh, better friends to her. That That is not the case, I assure you. Usually, 
a woman with daddy issues will value the friendships of men more than she will value the friendships of women. That's simple. That's simple. So she will get that dopamine rush when she befriends a man, right? And she gets that attention and that validation. She'll get that dopamine rush. It's an addiction almost. But with a female, she may not feel that same dopamine rush where, you know, I have to uh, work really hard and then I feel rewarded when I communicate with a female and she gives me her attention and we start connecting, she does not get a reward as much as she does get out of men when she does that. Uh, She's kind of, in a lot of ways, replaying what happened to her during childhood where when she was ignored, she sat and blamed herself for this. She said that I wasn't good enough for my father to uh, pay attention to me, to nurture me, to show me affection, to give me time to communicate with me. So because I have this deep down inside of me, this need, this wound, I will try to find it subconsciously in other men. And when I find it over and over and over again, it's like, I I feel good, but I don't know why. I don't know why. Well, now you do. Now you know why it feels better to connect with a man because I am trying to basically resolve what I could not resolve growing up. Now, in the case of the absent father and his daughter, same thing applies here. Of course, it's obvious that daddy issues are relevant, very, very apparent uh, with women with absent fathers because fathers play such an important role in a woman's life. Uh, as many men now that kind of abandon their children and um, leave a single mother to take care of them, it is in fact very, very important that for this for their job to to be done, because if it's not completed, if if they're if they're not present in the daughter's life, then she will do whatever it takes, right, to get that male attention. She will perceive herself inferior because in her mind she will think, well, my dad wasn't there to show me affection, to show me love, to show me how what it's like to be respected by a male, how to communicate with a male, how worthy she is of uh, respectful male attention. That's the important role a father plays, a healthy father plays in the role of a little girl. That's what they teach her. So when the father is absent, you can only imagine the child is trying to uh, figure out where dad is at. And, and she might be seeing other girls or other boys with their dad. And she's wondering where, where hers is at. And she's coming up with scenarios of how she might not be worthy to have one around or something to that effect. She might be filling in that space with male attention. She will desire significant male attention. Again, although I am pinpointing and discussing the area of daddy issues for females, there are daddy issues going on with males as well. I'm not addressing that today. I just want to make sure I focus on one thing at a time. This is a wound that is so common today in our society. And it's heartbreaking because I see many women that do not know their worth, that perceive themselves inferior and miss out on how to give and receive love equally and in a healthy way that they can build on and build a future with. 
healing those old wounds requires us to be aware of where we act out in our life in the ways that we have that eventually result in disappointment, dissatisfaction in outcomes. So in order for us to heal our daddy issue wound, we really have to start by finding our relationship with sex, finding what it really is. How do we use sex? So especially as a woman, she really has to think this through. What is it that I use sex for? When do I use sex? Do I feel obligated to use it? I've heard women say uh, in sessions where if a guy just kisses me a little too long, I feel obligated to have sex with him and I have to have sex with him. And that's also an indicator that the wound is there, right? It, you, you have to know your relationship with sex. Do I use it to connect? Do I uh, use it to get validation? What do I use sex for in my life? A healthy way to use sex is really as an uh, as a way to connect with another person once I get to know them and establish some good healthy boundaries there. Really know that, okay, the next logical step would be to connect with uh, sex, to add the sexual aspect to the relationship. Now, notice I said we're going to add it in there, right? We're not going to start with it. We're going to add it in there. There's a difference. Now, it is important to note for you guys that don't know me very well, I have no moral qualms about people having sex early on, in the middle of the relationship, in the end of the I don't really, there is no moral stance I'm coming at it from. This is absolutely psychological. Uh, there's no right and wrong in this. There's just what we want to heal, right? We want to know what our motives are when we're using sex, how we're using it, and if it's not assisting in a positive outcome, we need to take a look at it. Practice that self-honesty and say, you know what? Yeah, I, I'm I'm too quick and I need validation. So I often use sex as a way to validate that this person likes me right away because I can't just wait, get to know someone. That just takes too long and I feel like I'm insecure about it. Insecure about creating that relationship. So I need sex real quick to, to make that connection. So being honest with yourself is going to help heal this. So in healing, like I said, we really need to identify our relationship with sex. What do we use sex for? What's our motive when we use it? Really practice that honesty. Write that down in a list. You know what, what I just told you, just write that down in a list. Now, the second thing I need you to do if you're healing this is to make sure that your self-esteem is now your priority. So even if your self-esteem is shot to the ground, you don't feel good about yourself, you don't feel a heightened self-esteem unless you use men as a validation, I need you to be on purpose finding out where you're trying to get validation from men and double check that for me. Just kind of take a look at it. Don't reach for it. Stay within. Work on you reassuring and validating yourself. Now, again, I don't need you to feel like doing it. At first, it's not going to feel natural because we haven't been practicing it. But the more we practice reminding ourselves that we're enough, that we're worthy, that we're lovable, and then really identifying when I'm about to go reach 
you know, on, on my down days, I'm about to go reach for male attention in some way, post a picture or something. I don't know. Whatever we're going to be doing here, I need you to keep yourself from sabotaging that progress, the healing that you want to make. And not post that picture, not reach for that phone call, not re- not text that man uh, just for those reasons. Again, check your motives on that. What are your motives for talking to that person? If you're lying to yourself and saying, you know, I just wanted to say hi to a friend, see how he's doing. And please understand that if it's a male, your agenda is going to be a little different. So make sure that you bring your subconscious awareness into conscious awareness. Now I need you to be aware of why are we doing those things that we do. That's why I have this episode lined up the way it is. You need to know exactly what it looks like, that those actions that determine uh, the profile of a daddy issues woman. So this way, you know where the behavior is at when you're doing it. If you are not aware of the behaviors, how are you going to fix it? How are you going to heal it? Right? How are you going to prevent it? How are you going to interfere with it, interrupt it, whatever the case, whatever you need to do. So we really got to acknowledge with self-honesty, our motives for reaching for male approval, male validation, reassurance, whatever the case is, right? Uh, just, just double, triple check that and keep it within. Don't reach for that phone, even if it's hard, even if your hands are itching and you're like, yes, I need to go when I need it. And you're starting to shake and you're, you know, you're going to burst into flames. I just need you to sit still and put out that fire. Just put out that fire. Sit still. Let's heal it. Let's heal it. Also doing things intentionally is going to help, like starting friendships with females, truly finding the connection there and finding the value there on purpose, because this way, when we make friendships with women, we really are in a lot of ways mirroring the relationship that we have with ourselves. We see friends that we connect with, women that we connect with, and uh, we might aspire to be like them. We might uh, enjoy some of their talents and they help us enjoy ourselves too and our own talents and they enjoy us as well. So the whole process of creating friendships with women is going to be very intentional and we're going to on purpose find the joy and the value in it. This has to be done intentionally. Nothing can change if you're not doing it on purpose. If we're waiting to feel different before we start making changes and responding differently, we're going to be waiting forever because we're not rehearsing the intentional responses that we want. The feelings are going to come in. Uh, The feeling for the need of validation, my low self-esteem is going to start to come in. But the right response, you'll know. You'll know what the right response is. And I need you to do it even if you don't feel congruent with the response that you're about to do. Because the right thing is going to be the right thing even if you feel some sort of way about it, right? So even if I feel like I need male validation, the right thing to do intentionally is to make connections with females, start enjoying them, uh, start taking them out for coffee or doing things that uh, I usually would do with male friends. Also... Learning to find intentional relationships with men that may not be familiar to you. So if you were not attracted to men before that liked you, desired you, 
and you don't and and that chase you if you find that not desirable i need you to start working to finding that as desirable and the only reason why we prefer one thing over the other is because we've experienced it before so the familiarity to us is sexy <laughs> we confuse that with love t- at times we think because it's familiar it must be true love it must be but most of the time it's just familiar and so you need to know the difference between true connection and familiarity i slip into that role because it's familiar that man uh is familiar and I need to recognize how how easy that is. That situation can be easy for me. So if I find myself sexualizing this relationship too quickly, if I'm very being very uh, flirtatious right away, and he's really sexual and I'm liking it, and da da da, da like I need to see these things as now uncomfortable. <laughs> At least, even if you're not feeling uncomfortable, I need you to recognize it's so familiar that probably I can I can do this, I can keep doing this, or on purpose redirect and shift to some other response when it comes to mail, uh, uh, when it comes to dating or making connections with males. Okay, I hope this was useful to you guys. This is just only a little bit about what I can say when it comes to daddy issues. There's so much, much more involved, but I wanted to condense it, put it all together for you. So this way, if you ever have a question about it, it's there. It's there for you to know. In no way, this is something that says the woman with daddy issues is somehow inferior or that we need to make fun of her or laugh about it. I don't know a woman (laughs) that doesn't have daddy issues. So believe me when I tell you, a lot of us grew up with single parents, right? And most of us grew up with single mothers. And so a lot of us will have daddy issues. Not, Not too many are exempt from that, okay? So I'm really wanting people to normalize it because it's really a big part of our society. We are hypersexual as females these days. And I don't, and we want to find out why, why, how did we get there? You know, uh, does it serve our highest good? I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know. You get to decide and answer these questions for yourself. And I want you to challenge yourself. It is not about morality or uh, religious beliefs or any of that. None of this is, is relevant to me right now. What's relevant to me is your psychological well-being. And when I find a person reenacting wounds, trying to solve the past, but doing it presently, and it's just not working, I'm just not getting approval for my dad, but it's really a, a, a male boyfriend, right? Uh, if I'm If I'm trying to do all that, that's what is distressing. That's what's limiting our growth. And we need to handle it. Nothing wrong with admitting that. Nothing wrong with admitting, listen, I got daddy issues and I'm working on it. Nothing wrong with admitting that. So it got me thinking that next time I actually want to do an episode. Well, I don't know if it's next time, but let me know if you want to hear an episode about guys with mommy issues. Mm, That's a good one. Guys with mommy issues. I see that too in therapy. And it's pretty important uh, definitely to identify what that is. We say it all the time. Oh, that's a guy with mommy issues. That's a girl with daddy issues. We actually don't know what that means and how valuable this information is, right? In our own healing. Because if we got it, you know, that's wonderful to identify it so we can work on it. 
please, please, please send this episode to somebody who you think might need it. And let's normalize this daddy issue business. Like I said, this is a full-blown generation, uh, kids that grew up in single-parent households. I'm not shocked that this is happening, all right? Not shocked at all. But we could do something about it to heal it, friends, to make sure that... Uh, the ultimate quality of your life is heightened and that you get what you want, whatever, whether it's a connection or feeling valuable within whatever it is that you need. It can occur in this lifetime. I don't want you to wait. I don't want you to wait. It can be healed. Thank you guys so much for joining me tonight and really working this out with me in the retrograde business. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how we did this episode, but it was a miracle to finish it. And I love you guys. Please stay safe out there. Someone once anonymously said, a father's job is not to teach his daughter how to be a lady. It's to teach her how a lady should be treated. This has been an episode of Drive Through.